we hold these truths to be self-evident. Four score and seven years ago. Ask not what your country can do for you. Just do it. Where's the beef? And if your erection lasts more than four hours. These famous phrases make you instantly think of a message. How are you coming across to your customers? At ULOF Creative, we are marketing experts, targeted marketing tacticians that develop and deliver your message right to where it'll be most effective. On the marketing checklist, we make it simple for entrepreneurs just like you to get a leg up on your competition. And now, live on tape from 4,500 feet above sea level, surrounded by the powerful red rocks of Sedona, Arizona, let's start crossing things off the marketing checklist. checklist. You're here again. Every week. Every week. <laughs> oh, to talk about putting the right message in front of the right eyeballs, using the right tactics at the right time. Uh, our job is our job's kind of fun. We get, we get to work with entrepreneurs uh, who are the best at what they do. Uh, those are the people that tend to find us, and, and we have a lot of fun with you. Uh, today we're gonna, we're going to call entitled today's show uh, marketing two hundred one because we have a lot of sort of advanced stuff. We have we have a whole bunch of different stuff that's a little bit advanced uh, that we want to share with you. Uh, Oh, this has been a good week. Uh, we just we just said goodbye to one client. He he was here for his three days. Jim Hastings, great job. You did a lot of work. We're proud of you. Indeed, Can't you be. did a lot of work. Yeah, and, we're tired. Yeah, and, and then and then he left here, went to Phoenix to start uh, calling on a lot of clients that you know to do cold calling in the in an industry that he specializes in. So, Jim, we're we're sending the shout out to you. Great job, brother. Absolutely, go get him. And uh, let's see, next one. Hey, Simon, uh, we told we sent you the link to tell you to make sure you listen. Uh, we need your paperwork for this weekend, man. Uh, the three smiley emojis telling us soon is really nice. But uh, Sharon and I put about a day's worth of time before you even get here uh, into uh, working. So <clears throat> how about getting this form? So thank you. What else? Who else? Who else do we have to give some shout outs to? Oh, shout out to Lydia. Hey, Lydia, you did a, your first uh, radio show. I think her first, uh, it was a video radio show today. Awesome. So so that was I Monday. That. So, so great job, Lydia. And I, I feel like, I just feel like we have this, you know, patting on the back stuff that we have to do. <laughs> oh, we've been busy with you folks. So it's cool. Well, we start, we did chat with uh, with Jerry and Karen this morning as well, and they're yep. plugging along. Next steps, next steps, next steps. Uh, I'm I'm pleased that uh, she's getting her website where she wants it to be, and she's she's starting to pick up on the the gift gifting idea. Uh, oh, forgot to ask them. Hey, uh, we want to hear from you guys, uh, Jerry and uh, Karen. What's happening with your book? Because we forgot to ask, and I guess that's it. Oh, how I missed on the follow-up list. We have we have another book that we're about to do. Yes. So, uh, do one we need of, more quotes. Yeah, we do, and and you, the listeners, are going to help. Here's here's what we what we were talking about with uh, Jim Hastings over the weekend. He was talking about a book and how do you get a book done? You know, we we hear the story all the time. You've heard the story all the time. I said, fine, we could do a book of quotes, and we don't even have to do the work. We can just do it with as a book of friends quotes. So I went on Facebook. And I said, I want to be, I want quotes. What are your favorite business or, or positive quotes? And we'll put you in the book along with your URL. And we've gotten 
30, 40 different quotes. I haven't, I haven't sorted through them. So a whole bunch of Facebook friends are going to be in the book with their favorite quote and a URL that goes back. And, and we'll call it, I don't know, the marketing checklist words from our friends or something. See how fast is we we have the, <laughs> if I had the time this week if Simon wasn't coming into town it I could have this, this book week, done yes. this week this would just not be difficult in fact we're pre-recording this Monday I'm pretty sure I could have it done in, in a couple of days including graphics if yeah but not well, this week not this week oh no all right um, articles that we want to talk to we want let's let's go through a whole bunch of stuff uh, first one is this is just a quickie. Quickie article, uh, tongue-in-cheek, how to kill your search engine optimization in six easy steps. Yikes. So uh, this was digital marketing uh, uh, specialist Kamar Zaman and SEO consultant Amanda Watlington uh, were giving advice on what marketers are doing wrong. So uh, number one, myth number one, marketers think the more links, the better. So just like keyword packing now uh, is no longer cool. Now, keyword packing means you put a whole bunch of keywords uh, everywhere on your page, sometimes visible, sometimes not visible, so that the search engines think, you know, you're trying to make the search engines think that, that these are all the keywords. Uh, let me give you an example of borderline stuff. I just did a blog uh, that I can't, in fact, you haven't even seen the blog yet, have you? No. Um, it's... The key word or the key phrase is the easy way to create video content. That's, that's the key word. It's a six word phrase. And it is in the blog. It's the title of the blog. It's gonna be the, the snippet for the blog. And it's also, I think I have it eight times in the blog. So I've worked it into the content. It's a thousand word, word blog. Good. But if I had just kept putting it in there over and over and over and over, and over like 20 times, that would be keyword stuffing. Yeah, don't do that. What I've done is is put it in eight times uh, logically so that uh, search engines won't won't score it down. Correct. But still, eight, eight times six, 48 words out of the thousand, that's pretty good. The density is right. That, that'll... that'll we're good. So, um, the more links, the better. Yeah, right. Um, now, Google trains their law, their algorithm to hunt down and penalize those sites that that rely on large amounts of spammy backlinks for their authority. Um, so, quantity is not quality. So, internet bots can tell the difference if you have links coming from really great sites. And, and let's just use one as an example: uh, New York Times. If they quote you, uh, it, you know that's a, a real good one. I know we haven't heard about your no. interview yet. Have we? Sharon's supposed to be interviewed in a in a publication based in the largest city in America, and we haven't gotten heard word yet. Uh, number two, brand myth number two: brands believe that Google doesn't understand synonyms. Google does understand synonyms. Uh, many SEOs uh, oversaturate their blogs with exact keyword matches, but Google is getting smarter at rec recognizing the synonyms. Uh, so if I had used uh, really fast, really wonderful SEO content. You know, if I just switched up the phrase, uh, Google would get smarter and they would recognize that as well. So uh, you don't want to mess with that. Number three, uh, the myth is that marketers tout all that matters is traffic. So did that traffic stay or did it bounce? Uh, Sharon has an article coming up 
for down the line here, uh, talking about what how long people are on your website, why they leave. Why they so, leave? Yeah. Um, it's really great to get them to get them to your website, but if they don't stick around, uh, your SEO doesn't go up. You know, th there has to be relevant content to visitors who then want to stay. So, the overall customer journey through your site is critical for the conversion. Uh, number four, uh, myth: marketers change their brand, changing their brand names. Now, rebranding is a great idea. Um, Maybe change the brand name is not, you know, I wouldn't do it twice in 15 months like we did because that, that is, you know, all sorts of hassles and pains in the neck, but it had to be done. So if your site is a commerce one, there's more to lose when you're, when you're rebranding. Uh, Google gives brand names preference in the search results, uh, so you'll be found for the new name on the door. However, this doesn't account for the broader loss of name recognition in the marketplace. Uh, the next myth, brands changing their product offerings. Huh. You can't go easily from selling gardening supplies to quilting fabrics without an appropriate segue. Uh, before extinguishing a product offering, try adding the new offering and, and devise ways to inform your audience that you're shifting. Uh, this lets your content, links, and traffic ramp up organically without injuring the site's overall reputation. Uh, we've had clients that have decided to change their retail product line. There was somebody in boot camp last time that wanted to do that. It was, it was, it was a really you're going to make that full and complete. Oh, don't yes. do that. It was a complete change of, of product line, which meant Yikes. that your all your previous SEO isn't going to help you. So, and the final one, uh, brands altering their target audiences. Uh, marketers build up SEO with one audience, uh, which comes to it in search of a particular kind of content. So you, if you switch the audiences. It, it's, that's more about the keywords, you know, hyperlink text and, and legacy pages once the, the, four, the first two, you know, are, are altered. Uh, it's about the SEO showing up for one audience when the newer desired, desired audience is, you know, is another one. Um, so stay relevant. That's really, you know, that, that's really the, the answer for so much of SEO and, and blogging is you have to stay relevant. So, okay. And in fact, one more point on that. Um, if there's a when there's a mismatch of site content and keyword emphasis to target audience, the search traffic declines. So if yeah. there's an ambivalence as to who your target customer is, uh, you really should work on that. So. <laughs> know who your customer is. That that helps. Always that helps you with your keyword stuff. Uh, why don't you not do stuffing? You're not stuffing. Just don't stuff. stuff. Don't stuff. So yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. that's our warm up article. What do you what you got, baby? Well. You kind of pimped this one already, so let's do that one. Let's do it. Um, so this is by Website Magazine. Why are users leaving your site? Because your site stuck. Because your site sucks. There we go. That's easy for you to That say. was cold water in my mouth. Cold water doesn't help. No, apparently not. So the first, and this is a, a needle a, pulling thread, an infographic, <laughs> which I realize you can't see, so I'm going to tell you the important points. Um, did you know? No, I didn't. That, You're going to tell me. Yes, you did. Actually, you knew this. And but it's the if audience. They've been listening. Okay. They know this too. All right. So did this is a review for for you regular listeners. That on average, a customer will visit a site up to five times before actually making a purchase. Oh, uh, yeah. This goes back to it takes between five and twelve touches before eighty percent of your buying actually happens. 
we 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 deal with this in boot God, we were dealing with this in boot camp. <laughs> wow, you, and so many people just didn't get it. Some people were de- a lot of people were depressed because of this. And it's like, well, wait a minute. The 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 fact that goes with that is that most salespeople or most entrepreneurs don't make more than don't three. Don't realize they're salespeople. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> shouldn't be in business. Um, they don't make more than three connects or three contacts to try and sell their product. So uh, remember, people are going to come back several times before they make that purchasing decision. Yeah. So that's great. that's one of the reasons we blog all the time because we want to give them new relevant information. That's a great comment. See? And I, I'm trying to think of some of the things that I've bought. And did you have to go back five times? Well, let's see. I was go- I was going to buy a new jacket on a certain site and I went back to that site several times to compare different products before I bought. And I, I'm going back again to see if there's a color I, I want. I got a black and I really want a blue. So yeah, I, uh, I go back several times before I make a decision. See? Done the same thing with camera equipment. So, yeah, yeah, I don't always, it doesn't always take me, but but sometimes, you know, I don't know. Okay. Sometimes I know what I want and I just go get it. That's how we got married. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> uh, if your website lacks content, yes. you could lose up to 44% of potential customers. Yeah, well... Well, the, remember the title was "Why are users leaving your website?" Because there's, so there's no there. content. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> Again, good reason to blog. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're just talking about your services, uh, doesn't always help. No. Need more than that. Uh, okay. Fifty-one percent. Over half. Over half of the people polled. Most common information missing from a business website is. Ooh, uh, phone number. How to contact them. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Look, people, if your if your phone number is in upper isn't in the upper right hand corner of your website if somebody looks on a desktop, change that like now. And, go, change and it. On and, a mobile site. Yeah. Go ahead. And and if on the mobile site, if your phone number isn't clickable so that when they touch their screen it click you know, easy to call, uh, they're gonna leave. If Somebody has to go to the contact us page to find out how to contact you. Change that now. It's okay to have a contact us page where all of that information lives also, but the the phone number has to be on the front. That's on it's, the right hand corner. This is this is so vital. We've been trained. This is more vital than than almost anything else. You know, so many people go to your website just to get the phone number, even if they're re- regular clients. So why make it hard? So, 75% of people say that they leave your site if the page doesn't load quickly. Yep, I did that the other day. It, it was a, oh my goodness gracious, I, I have things to do. Yeah. So smaller smaller JPEGs, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're loading up a five megabyte photo, when a 350 kilobyte photo will do, <laughs> and it really will, because you're only playing with 72 lines per inch on, on your screen, uh, that stuff slows the loading down of your page. So if you have too many photos or they're too large, uh, that, can cha- that can hurt you. Or if you have too many things that have to load, like at too many ads or too many pop-ups that keep coming or, or, or. In fact, I went, there was a, a Let's see, a men's health site that I was trying to read an article on. Congratulations. Thank you. It took so long for it to load 
And before it even finished loading, there were three pop-ups. I'm out. I was so out. <laughs> I clicked the little X on the upper right-hand corner. I was done and frustrated. Yeah. And, oh, Don't tell me before I can even have a chance to read what you've got. Let me first see if I like what, I've, what you've got. Then ask me if I want to subscribe or but buy or whatever. But it seemed like a good idea at the time. Okay, yeah. What was next? Okay. 46% of customers could yes. leave a web page if they couldn't readily tell what the purpose of the company is or does. Yep. Let that one just sit there. Yeah, well, okay. 38% of customers will ignore a website if the content is presented in an unattractive manner. Hmm. Yep. Here, let me break this down for you. Break website down. elements that annoy buyers and cause them to leave. <laughs> okay, what are those? Lack of message. Yep. No contact info. Mm -hmm. Animated ads. By the way, if you have a restaurant and you don't have your hours on there, they're gone. And menu, by yeah. the way. Just with the pricing on the menu. Just putting that, that up there. There's part a, of what they're looking for. Yeah, certain restaurant in Sedona that we wanted to go to couldn't find any of the information, and we didn't go there. So come on, come on, folks, put the stuff on there. Please. Uh, let's see: animated ads, yes. poor design navigation, automatic video audio. Don't do that. So the stuff that just starts. Yeah. They come to the website. Hi, <laughs> welcome to our page. Oh dear Lord, don't do that. No. You don't know where people are watching this stuff. Uh, intrusive live chat. So it's fine to have that little icon in the lower right-hand corner to give Hi. them the op may I help yeah, you? That bit, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, apparently, 17% of people think sliders is a problem. Oh, uh, just the pit. Well, they, sliders load a little bit slowly. They, they're one of those things that... I think they slow down the loading of a web page. Uh -huh. and, and on the web page we're about to do, we're, we have a slider at the top. But it's only 17%. Okay. The, the the everything else that I've read so far was forties and thirties. This is only seventeen. We'll have to make sure they're really you know that the the change rate is quick. You know every few. You know, but I wonder if that seconds. we'll have to test the speed. Does it does it is the quick make it load faster or slow make it load faster? You know if we took calls on this radio show that would be a really good thing to ask. But I think we'll just get we'll just get the information well, and we'll post it on our our Uloft Creative. You asked uh, them to send Facebook quotes, page. right? Yeah. Did you give them the email address to send those quotes? I uh, know. Uh, if you want to be part of our book, he said, digressing, uh, info at uloftcreative.com. So when you and send that email, if you have input on sliders, by all means. Go right ahead. And we're not talking about small hamburgers. We're talking <laughs> no. about the pictures at the top of the website page. Uh, yeah. Make sure that in the subject line you just put um, quote book. Quote book. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, okay. 15% said tiny text. I wonder if those were seniors. And for you, sir. Me? You. You specifically. Only 3% said they left if there were stock photos. Okay. Isn't that interesting? I still think I, they... S I thought that was interesting. I... Uh, okay, so they didn't leave, but I still think that I... I'm going to... I'm gonna I, I'm die on this hill. I, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think. It's, I think for building your brand. Yes. For getting for having people to get to know you. Okay, so they didn't leave just because it was stock photos, but I, I would like to ask that subset or people. Did it? What did it make you think of the the brand? I, I don't think it helps brand I at all. I don't think it. I don't think it does either. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I just know. telling you what they said. They're they're clearly on that one. They're wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> Data don't lie. I know. Was that it on that? That was it for that article. Cool. Do we need a break? Uh, we okay? We're okay. Okay, good. Actually, it depends how many breaks you want to take today. We didn't okay. tell Ed. We'll take two. Tell you what, we're going to take two breaks, so we're going to go to a break right now. 
So you're listening to The Marketing Checklist. Everybody knows that when Dorothy hit town in Oz, the first thing she had to do was figure out how to not get blamed for that dead witch under her house. Since that witch's sister made Dorothy a target market of one, Miss Gale decided it was time to hightail it out of there. But where to go? Luckily, she was put on the right path, a yellow brick path, which brought her exactly to the person who could help her. If you are wondering where we at Uloff Creative Marketing Solutions are going with this, you need to decide. In this story, are we making you Dorothy? Are Sharon and Hank Uloff of Uloff Creative the path you need to follow to increase sales? Is the wizard your target market? That would have been too easy. In this story, your competitors are wearing the red and white striped socks. Your business is the house, and Uloff Creative is the tornado that helped you land perfectly on top. And then every munchkin paid to take the tour through Dorothy's house because it was such a special place, and she drastically increased sales. The rest? It's all just a fairy tale. We would like to invite you to see how our tornado operates. Go to boxfullofmarketing.com. That's boxfullofmarketing.com. Take a free marketing assessment, and we will also give you a free phone evaluation to get you on the right road, yellow brick or otherwise. We are going to take you over the rainbow and teach you to avoid the flying monkeys who want to steal your dog. I mean sales. Go to boxfullofmarketing.com and you will see. And the best thing, just like Dorothy, it costs you nothing to get to the Emerald City. Uloff Creative Marketing Solutions. Your small business made bigger. 15 years ago, Helene Karad had a bad experience with a brake mechanic. She left his shop and the car would not stop. It was not the first time this sort of thing had happened, so Helene decided to do something about it. She opened her own repair shop to make sure that others were treated with respect and professionalism. You can experience her brand of expertise at 360 Automotive in Cottonwood, Arizona. At 360 Automotive, Helene will work with you directly to make sure your vehicle is fixed right at a fair price and that it's the kind of place you will send all your friends. Whether you need a pre-check for a used car or keeping your brakes cooling and electrical systems at factory standards, 360 Automotive is the best place to bring your car. Check them out at 360AutoAZ.com. Computer issue? 360AutoAZ.com. Not sure what the warning light means? 360AutoAZ.com. Want a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on all repairs? 360AutoAZ.com. Speak to Helene directly at 928-641-6850 for 360 Automotive in Cottonwood. Welcome back to the Marketing Checklist. And now, here are your hosts, Hank and Sharon Uloff. Okay. Uh, this one, I think, found this article, found this information out for Penny, who's who um, has an oil, a, an aromatherapy business yes. in Phoenix. She she's, she's like the the mixologist to the stars when it comes to aroma to stuff. Stars. So her question uh, was, should she abandon WordPress for Shopify? No. That was the short answer. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, here's some information. Penny, this is for you and for everyone else who's, who's uh, five customer habits to keep in mind when creating your shop, your online shop. So it, now setting up an online shop has been become extremely easy, but making it efficient and helpful to your visitors, it, that takes, what's the word, effort. Uh, 
you, you need to make sure that your online shop is not only visually appealing and really functional and easy to na navigate, uh, but also really compelling. So it's going to take some work. Uh, it should provide offers that your customers can't refuse and showcase those offers in a way that makes customers enjoy their shopping experience. Um, I, I would say, you know, Amazon does a really good job at that. So one of the greatest advantages of an online shop is the ability to extend your reach globally, obviously. Uh, but to effectively accomplish that, you must know your target customers' needs and shopping habits and behaviors. Uh, because those needs and habits are continually changing uh, as a result of evolving technology and, and the marketplace, uh, keeping up with the pace of change and understanding them has become really essential. So here are five customer habits to keep in mind. Number one, uh, differing values of men and women. Uh, the online shopping habits of you, Sharon, and me, Hank, uh, they differ significantly. Fair to say? I think we shop differently. Sure. So depending on the product types you offer, uh, you should carefully consider the gender of your, of your prime target demographic. For instance, uh, women tend to expect a solid social and comprehensive shopping experience with visuals, reviews, forums, and they're highly responsive to discounts, sales, coupons, and marketing emails. They also tend to search online for products they may need in the future, but they're not strangers to an impulse purchase. Now, men, um, we want a simple shopping experience. Uh, discounts are nice, but they're, they're not as important. Uh, they want, we want detailed product descriptions, customer reviews, uh, and a st straightforward shopping experience. Here, we have this jacket. Here are the, here's, <laughs> here are the sizes. Uh, if you order it right now, you get free shipping. Always That always captures my attention. Free shipping captures free shipping, my attention. Yeah. So, but unlike women, we tend to engage shopping right when they need a particular product and we'll buy the first workable one they find rather than spending time researching tons of options. That jacket works. It's a price I like. I'm buying it. Uh, number two, multi-device browsing. Consumers are increasingly using their smartphones and tablets to search for the products to buy online, uh, especially as mobile devices are becoming more capable of enabling seamless user experiences and providing that excellent convenience. Uh, now, people switch devices during the day. You know, sometimes they're on their phone, sometimes on their laptop. Yep. Uh, fully 65% of consumers start their product search using their smartphones and I'm, I'm in this too. I, I might use my smartphone to do a little research, but I really want to buy it on the, on the desktop. It, mm. it just, the pages for me load easier and it's easier to add the credit card and the keyboard's bigger and, and, and. Um, although you, you, know, you definitely have a mobile first strategy because most searches are done mobile. Uh, when designing your online shop, your website should be responsive both ways. Uh, number three, pre-purchase research habits. Before making an online purchase, 85% of consumers conduct research, according to a, a 2017 survey by Salesforce. That might be why it takes them five times before they actually yep. buy it. Um, they check out cons customer reviews and ratings, testimonials, forums, social media posts. Now, why is all this important? Well, because consumers tend to rely on other people's experiences with brands. You know, we used to drive, we used to walk the mall and go from store to store to store. You know, oh, I like these shoes. Maybe I'll come back for those after, you know, after I've shopped them all. And that's what they're doing online. 
you have to capture their attention of the online shoppers who are conducting their research. Uh, number four, millennials and rebates. Millennials will often choose a rebate rather than a discount. Interesting. Uh, instead of cutting your prices or creating special offers of instant discounts, try offering rebates that will provide your customers with great savings opportunities and also give them high value. Uh, we were talking with, with Jim this weekend and talking about a, a particular product that he wanted to discount. I said, well, wouldn't it be easier? Instead of discounting it, tell them that they get a X amount of percent or dollars off of another, a second product that right. they order. So what this, in, in his case, uh, it helps them, it helps him get into their, into their, into their company more. You know, if they, instead of selling them one product, he sells them two, three, four, five products. So you, you want to go vertically, that's the word I was looking for, into a company. Uh, and five, gift cards versus direct payment. More and more people are using gift cards to pay for their online purchases as, as they deem the cards safer than their own credit cards. You know, especially since... You Just know, have that conversation today. So, uh, one study on the shopping habits of millennials uh, found that 64% of them, almost two-thirds, believe that gift cards are safer than any other digital payment method. And two-thirds also uh, believe that gift cards prevent identity fraud. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, that makes sense. So that's exactly why you should offer gift cards for your online shop, uh, as mm -hmm. well as alternative payment methods such as PayPal. Uh, you going to give them the other tip? Go right ahead. That most of them don't get redeemed? It's true. Most gift cards... Actually, the average gift card, the, the, the percentage that gets redeemed at that point is 135%. So if somebody spends $100 on a gift card to your store, most people will end up spending an extra $35. And, even better, 25% um, of those gift cards never get redeemed. So that's just cash in your pocket. So, there you go. Oh, one more thing, one more tip. Uh, make sure that your the design elements are top-notch so they grab and hold the attention of your online shoppers. Um, one of the most important designs is your element is your logo. Uh, we just I, I just redid Jim's logo, right? And far more striking. Indeed. Uh, much more bold. You know the elements in it are are, are really sharp. So that's a, a great way to make your brand unique identity. So if you haven't already designed that logo, we suggest you do. Your turn. I feel like we're playing ping pong. <laughs> We're playing ping pong today. So, which one do you think is more appropriate given where you were? Maybe this customer said it. Where I was? The <laughs> article you Oh, that saw. article, okay. So, this is uh, Infusionsoft did an article. They, they do lots of articles, and some of them are more helpful than others. Um, on ways to improve your customer satisfaction. Uh, I wonder if Troy would agree with these. Probably. Troy is a customer service. He has a customer service company. He teaches you how to have better customer service. So the first uh, tip that they give is develop smart customer retention techniques. I kind of feel like that's a big duh. Okay. <laughs> so check out your uh, your data and know which types of customers are being retained. Then you get to figure out who your ideal customer is and everything else is easier, right? Yep. Basically. Uh, number two, build trust with your customers. How do you do that? 
Don't mess with them. Don't mess with them. Every time your customer interacts with your brand, they their perception gets impacted. So you want to make sure that you're making the impact that you intend to make. I'm feeling congested all of a sudden. Um, yeah. Um, where was I? Trust also depends on how well you communi communicate with your customers. Are they able to find answers through self-service channels? Are you able to respond to their questions online quickly and effectively? So like we said in the in a previous section, right? You can have that little chat bot on your website. Just don't make it like suddenly pop up and take over your whole website. Yeah, and if it's and if people click no, don't make it come back in 10 seconds. Yeah, that's don't do that. That's that is <laughs> so your customer service experience, don't annoy the customer. Don't annoy the customer. Number three, empower your team to provide exceptional customer service. So in other words, if they decide to, I don't know, take an order back or just make a decision that the product, hey, we're going we're gonna to make that good, we're going to make it great, you should back them up and not make them go back and say, no, we're not going to give you that discount. Right. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I opened my own business. Because the company you worked for did not provide exceptional customer service. Well, it was it was a if if something happened with an order, and this was the promotional product world, uh, I would have to send a copy back to the home office, who would send it to the factory, and they would all they would argue about whose fault it was. And meanwhile, I've got a customer that's pissed off. Instead of just you know, I, I realize <coughs> you approved the proof, but we're going to just make it right for you, which is what we do. And 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 it's yeah, and it's it's quite rare that we get. You know that we get stiffed, as it were. Um, most customers they understand that. Yeah, they had they might have had something to do with it, or heck, sometimes we just blow it and we fix it. Right. You know, if you make a mistake, fix it. That's that's customer service rule number one. It's what you would want if you were the customer. So exactly. Yeah. And if we went back to that McDonald's that put the the onions on the burger that we said specifically don't put onions on that burger. If we weren't back on the road heading to Los Angeles, I would probably go back and say, you know, but I digress from the last trip we made to LA. Truly. Okay, number four. McDonald's, Quartzite, we're coming back, baby. Yeah, we're going to yeah. have words. Two weeks. Yes, ma'am. Number four, seek customer feedback for improvement. Absolutely. Uh, so customers complain, listen to them, implement what makes sense. Yes, some people just like to complain, so we get that. But if it's valid... Mm -hmm. then implement the suggestions that they make. Most of the time when they complain, they make a suggestion for, you know, I, I would have rather have seen this or next time do that or whatever. Usually they get a suggestion. Yes, we get we get suggestions all the time about boot camp. We do, and sometimes we listen and sometimes we don't. You should go a lot longer. You should start later. You should, yeah, I, we, get the, we get these all the time. Yeah, well, you know. And I thank them for their... their sure. At kind least thank them. Yes, it doesn't. That's not in here, but yes, at least thank them, even if you don't use it. Um, okay, number five. Yes. Use social media and content marketing strategies. We talk about using social media for customer service all the time. More and more times, they're not actually going to call you and tell you they're unhappy. They're going to put it on social media. So if you don't have a way to listen to social media and get those alerts and know when they're talking about you. Um, you're going to miss a key component. Absolutely. Yes. So, follow your customers um, also on social media. You know, if you're if you're like us, we, we do that. We connect with our 
clients on social media. Uh, we want to see what they're doing. We want to you know how, know how we're doing, but also be able to give them feedback on the fly, even if they didn't think they needed it. Awesome. <laughs> That's really it for this article. Fantastic. Uh, let's take our second break then. And we will I can go blow my nose. Yes, you can go blow your nose. <laughs> so you guys you guys take a break, enjoy the break, and we'll be back after it's like me all the way I through know. November and December. If you go back and listen to those shows, my nose was horribly, horribly running. So during the break, you go run and blow your nose and we'll have some ads. You're listening to the marketing checklist. Holy crap. No wonder you left Los Angeles. That's the first thing we hear 87% of the time when someone opens the door to the Sedona Marketing Retreats workroom. How are we ever going to get our marketing plan done is the second. But that's the secret. The Red Rocks of Sedona, Arizona are one of the magical places on earth. And at 4,000 feet, it's one of the best climates too. Imagine the mind-clearing experience of gliding into the sky on a daybreak balloon ride and take a leisurely stroll among billion-year-old red rock formations. It all helps to put your business into perspective. And that is how we put your comprehensive marketing plan together in just three and a half days. We know marketing is a science of choice, and our marketing plans help your clients easily choose you. Check us out. Go to SedonaMarketingRetreats.com and get your free marketing tools tip sheet and sign up for our 14-day marketing mini-training. SedonaMarketingRetreats.com. Use the power of Sedona to achieve a business breakout. You gotta get away. You gotta work. You gotta deal with that thing that won't get you home on time. But what about Fluffy? Who's gonna watch her, take care of her, keep her safe? The answer is Best Friends Forever Pet Sitters, a premier boutique professional pet sitting company. Best Friends Forever Pet Sitters is there for you every day to watch your dogs and cats, walk them, feed them, play with them, keep them safe while you're on vacation, working, or working late. Best Friends Forever Pet Sitters is licensed bonded and was chosen recently as the business of the year for the National Association of Professional Pet Sitters. What that means for you is that you have chosen a respected, completely professional expert that will treat your pets the way you would treat your pets. If you are in the San Fernando Valley, call your pet's best friend, 818-963-2025. Best Friends Forever Pet Sitters. Learn more at BFFPetSitter.com. Reserve care for your pet by calling Best Friends Pet Sitters, 818-963-2025. Best Friends Forever Pet Sitters, just like you were home. We all know that person that always seems to have something medical going on. Kimberly Miles used to be that person. She went from doctor to doctor and was finally diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, which is another way of saying, we really don't know what's wrong with you, Kimberly. The medical community managed her symptoms, but Kimberly wanted to find the root cause so she could help her body heal. It took 30 years to discover that the answers to her problems lay in her mouth and more specifically her dental work. Kimberly Miles is a speaker, author, and natural health stress management and personal growth consultant. She recently wrote the best-selling book, At the Root, My Journey to Health and Healing, to share her experiences and to share why we all need to care about our oral health. To learn about what might be the cause of your long-time medical challenges, go to KimberlyMiles.com. That's KimberlyMiles.com and begin your journey to health. Welcome back to the Marketing Checklist. And now, here are your hosts, Hank and Sharon Uloff. 
before we go into another article, you you made a comment about blog length. There were there. I did. Yeah. How much? What happened with blog? The length of blogs and what is being looked for? Well, so we use this is to be no surprise that we use a WordPress website. Yes. And one of the tools we use, one of the plugins we use, is Yoast SEO. It's a it's a really cool little um, little plugin. It, it when you when you put your blog into your website. Uh, it checks a whole bunch of different things, like a, a dozen, 15 different things. And using a stoplight system, green, yellow, or red, lets you know, hey, you did this really well, uh, you could do this better, or oh dear, you need to change it. Correct. I love Yoast for that. <laughs> Makes it so much easier to do a blog. So, when yes. I was optimizing your last blog, yes, which I forget if it's publishing on Wednesday or Thursday, but anyway. Um, it said something like, I don't know, congratulations, you have 700 and something words. But not optimal, I forget how they put it, but yeah. basically they wanted 900 words. Huh. Well, the blog I just gave you? Yes. I, I just wrote a blog because I needed to for a couple of private coaching clients. How to create a Google Hangout to do your own videos. So first of all, I, did all, I typed out all the steps and that took... Uh, about 400 and something words. So I was able to add another 600 of description. So I have a thousand word blog on how to set up a Google Hangout and use it to record your own videos. I am very pleased with that blog because you're going to do the video for it. I am, but I'm not going to use a Google Hangout. Probably not, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, very, I'm pleased with our teamwork on that one. Yes, it's awesome. It's, it's going to be, it is a quite good blog until Google decides to change how you do it. Hang on. Well, that's the only thing. And then we'll have to redo the blog. Again. Yes. We've redone the video six times. I know. But I, I have faith in Google that they're going to keep it this way for a while because it's really hard to figure out how to get, how to find that button that starts it. Well, you know, and it'll be an interesting test, too, because I'm going to have to follow your steps yeah. to do it. So it'll be interesting to see... Yeah, I have have led. I have done what's known as leaving you breadcrumbs. Right. I've given you the trail on how to do it. But I, I know from when I was doing HR management, and we would have our employees create their tasks. Right. This is how I do this because you know, God forbid something happened to them, somebody else that didn't know their job is going to have to step in to do that. And so we would make them do those steps. But sometimes, some like for example, one of the analysts would do that. And then I, as HR, would have to go follow their, and they would frequently they would leave something out to, to them was obvious. Yeah. But to the the nobody, the person that doesn't know anything, that, oh wait, that's a crucial piece. I don't know where to go next. I can't find that button. So it'll be interesting to see well, if you fall into that as well, or if you are as meticulous as you usually. I, are. I was meticulous on this because I didn't want one of our private coaching clients calling me and say, hey. I don't want them to catch me on me making a mistake. No, I will, so, ca- I will catch um, you when I make I, I, video. It's pretty good. Didn't we just? Didn't I just do a blog that was like two thousand words? Isn't our average I pretty think high that was right last now? Last month. Oh man, We've this blogging is hard. We actually had a gap because we got boot camp. Boot camped and well, private. I have I have two other I have two other blogs that are kind of. And I know you have right. a list of titles. I do. You just haven't actually done them. So anyway. Yes. So we understand for all of you, blogging is a is a pain. It's hard, but so you can see we we actually do it. We do. So you can do it too. Yes. 
it doesn't that blog this morning really didn't take that much time honestly because it was a it was a how-to blog and here's a marketing tip do a how-to blog <laughs> step by step uh, that tends to take up a lot of words and it goes much faster because all I was doing was describing the steps uh, then at the end I had the call to action and at the beginning you know why video is important again so look for that video next week okay not this week what else you got babe uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to do the AdWords one or the one that yeah, ties in with your this, this one? This one's kind of long. This one is too. So I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> the AdWords one is kind of long. Yeah. Well, this one is is how to earn, is earning links instead of building them. It's a better approach to link building, and yeah, I'm going to let you do that one first because this is a this is kind of a in the weeds bit of oh. work. Okay. So I'm going to let you do that one first. And um. See how, see how we are time-wise. So oh, we have just we have plenty of time for you to do that. Go for it. So this is a word stream. Not uh, a stream of consciousness, but a company called WordStream. WordStream, because okay. they do, they manage Google AdWords accounts. So they they made this white paper. It's many pages long. Uh, how to compete with big spenders in AdWords without spending more dollars. Which is becoming more important. Yes. So one of the things that we learned early on, or maybe because you have been doing this longer than I have, you already knew this, but is that one way that you can get more customers is outspend your competitors. Well, yeah. It's in within chambers of commerce, um, that was definitely a way. It was the it was the show that you have uh, conquered the entire place, you know. Well, but even Frank Kern says, you know, the one that, that the, the company that spend, wins. Yeah, whoever can spend the most to acquire a customer wins. Exactly. Yeah. So so what, what that's what they're showing. But they're saying that there are tricks you can use to, to act like you're spending big without actually doing it. So one thing is to know that big spenders always use conversion tracking. So they know what, who's converting, what made them convert, mm -hmm. right? They're paying attention to the data. That's the big thing. Um, number two is big spenders have more landing pages. So they don't just send them to the home page. They have a very unique landing page for that me specific message to for that specific kind of client. Yep. Um, if you're listening to this live or, you Ish. know, this week, um, <laughs> a early April of 2018, it's not up yet. But if you go to our uh freebonusgift.com you'll you'll see an idea of a an example of a landing page that we use that's freebonusgift.com <laughs> uh, okay so number three on average big spenders have a 17 percent higher conversion rate hmm. right spend more get more clients yeah <laughs> basically that's what that says uh, number four top spenders have 38 percent higher click-through rates which makes sense because in order to convert, you have to click through. So that kind of goes together. I, I'm, I'm having fun watching you go through the, the charts on that. <laughs> the and charts I'm sure every, everybody can hear you go through the pages. On yeah, the charts are kind of fun. They, they show stacks of coins. It's uh -huh. kind of interesting. Number five, big spenders are using more ad extensions. What is, what is that? So, uh, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I got lost in the weeds here. Sorry. 
Um, like the ne- the next article I have is is a tr- I, I'm I it truly is lost in the weeds kind of. <laughs> it's one that I will find fascinating, but I honestly don't know if anyone else will. So it kind of equates to long tail keywords. If you're writing a blog, it kind of has to do with that. Okay, but, so just but like for an ad, an yeah. ad doesn't call it a keyword. They call them ad extensions. Okay, so for the blog you and I were just talking about that that. I just wrote is is uh, how to how to easily create video content. That's the that is the the long term long, long tail, tail keyword, keyword that is going to be in the blog eight times. But what they're saying here is that they have more extensions, so they have more keywords. It's not that the keyword is longer; mm-hmm. is that they have more of them. So they're tracking more things. Is basically what they're saying. So. Someone who is not spending as much on ads has less ad extensions in their Google AdWords account than those that are big spenders. They they have more things. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is I thought was really interesting. Number six, big spenders add a lot more negative keywords. Ooh. Ooh, isn't that interesting? Does that have to do with taking away their pain? What, what is what does that have to do with? Um, so, you know, when you're, when you put a blog out and I'm sure these are people are thrilled that I'm equating ads to blogs, but when you're putting a blog and you look at the Yoast and it'll say that your slug has, um, stop words. Yes. So that's kind of what this is. Okay. They're they're the negative. They're the keywords that you wouldn't normally uh, want in, but it's an ad, yeah. not keywords, right? So the rules are different. So we tend to think of okay, well, we don't want those stop words because Google says we don't want them. Basically, I mean, really, that's why they make sense to us as humans. But apparently, Google doesn't like them, so we try to eliminate them. But when you're doing an ad, the rules are different. Yeah. Huh? Did they did they give an example there? It's just I, I get that stop words all the time, and it's it's usually says it's in the in my title or in, in it's, and it's in like, the slug, you know, right? Well, that's fine, but I, I'm trying to I'm writing also for the people that are going to read the blog, right? And if it's an amusing title or an interesting title, then I'm completely okay with you know having a stop word or you know, potentially negative word. Uh, I, I shouldn't have asked you that question. I can see <laughs> well, the they, they do, but uh, it's oh, it's fascinating. Babe, <laughs> <So, laughs> okay, we're we're on live radio. I so know. Let's, let's, you know. Uh, so, so in in this example that they're using, some of the negative keywords are are words that are just too broad to qualify for. Huh. So what they were saying. Is if you're in the example that you want to sell crocodile loafers, um, okay, just paying for shoes or sneakers or cheap shoes, that's too. It's too broad. It's Absolutely. negative. Oh, I get it. So that, because if somebody really wants an, a crocodile leather shoe, they're going to type in that specific. That specific. Get, and if you're just doing for shoes, you're trying to capture traffic. For people that are looking for espadrilles, or you know, right? Yes, they were, so they were giving all sorts. Or of shoes that are comfortable to wear when you are on stage for several hours at a time. Got it. That's a great example. 
I'm looking for dinner compared to hamburgers. Okay. If I'm looking for <coughs> a, a dinner jacket compared to just a jacket. Yes. So pay attention to the data. What are people really looking for? If I'm looking for a thong instead of just undies. <laughs> TMI! <laughs> I, I was wondering how long you were going to let me go with that. Number seven. Big spenders have 1,400% more expanded text ads. You've seen them when you when you Google when you do a Google search. You've seen those ads, right? They always show up first in the search. The ads, yeah. So big spenders have more text block ah. in their. So ads. when you when you type alligator shoes into the Google machine, and Google spits out several you know different places to get them, the first several spots are the ads that people have bought. Yes, okay. they're often at the, at the bottom too, but but yes, so. Big spenders use more block. Well, and those um, ads are more expensive, too. Well, that, exactly. Number eight, big spenders have higher quality scores. Well, I would hope so. They are paying more attention to the data. They're getting more specific. I would hope that they have better scores. You know, as long as we're this far into the article, make sure that you are asking your clients that find you, um, how did you find us? We picked up, a, we, we found, picked up, we had a, a brand new promotional product client last week that found us just doing a Google search for, a, for one of the cities we're based in. So it, it was good to know that. Yes. So that we, we do keep track and we do some blogging on that site. So number nine, big spenders take more actions in their account. They're spending more time looking at the data. They're they're running more reports. They're, you know, if you're going to spend a lot of money, right, you want to make sure it's working. So you're going to pay more attention to your data. So that doesn't mean that you can't do that too, right? Even if you're not spending the big dollars, you can still pay more attention to your to your report. So um, what they say this, what does this all mean to you? This is the conclusion of their article. Didn't they do that well, right? Uh what the, this is cute, so I'm going to read it to you because it's cute. Like you. Money can't buy happiness, and it can't buy you a perfect AdWords account. No kidding. However, with great budgets come great responsibility. <laughs> it's cute, right? It's not just this dry AdWords thing. Uh, so businesses that spend a lot of their online advertising take their account performance very seriously, so they invest time and attention to their accounts, not just money. Even if you can't raise your budget significantly, you can make like a big spender and commit to more activity in your account, adding new keywords and negative keywords, testing new ads, building dedicated landing pages, enabling every ad extension under the sun. We promise if you spend a month or two working diligently on your account without spending a penny more, you will see your own AdWords greater score go up. Let me let me bring this into the into the world of direct mail. When when I worked years and years ago for Penny Saver, who had a different a different direct mail book would go in for each zip code. So each zip code got a different penny saver with all sorts of different ads in it. It was all ads and it was a shopper. You could run different ads in different zip codes. Running, running your AdWords can be very similar. You can try different AdWords in different areas uh, with different offers and that way you can test which of these words and which, which offer is going to pull the best. So. Uh, we recommend that you do that, and and it can it can save you money while you're spending it. So, all right, hey, guess what? We're we're I'm gonna I'm gonna call us done for the day. Unless you have something quick you want. to I cover. do have something really quick. Go for it. The really quick. We're not done. Don't really, turn it off yet. Really quick from Visible, um, has this little chart. I realize you can't see it, but 
They have this cute chart on what. Hold, hold up, hold up your, hold up your laptop to the the microphone. The mi- yeah, that's yeah. going to be Let really helpful. Um, which content is best at what part of the customer journey? Okay. So that first, that very first touch, right? Yes. They're just checking you out. Blog post. Yes. Lead creation, a PDF, an ebook, something like what I just read from uh, WordStream. Mm-hmm. Uh, webinars is the next phase. Mm. Uh, events is the next phase. Case studies, so especially for those who are looking for a demo, case studies, and then the sales enablement, the, the, the way you actually process a sale. So the, the place that you and I need to do more is the webinar, because we, all of the others we do. Yes, we will get to webinars. <sighs> Maybe at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> We're busy. I keep moving. I, I do know, have it. I, I keep moving it in my tickler file. I know. I understand. All right. Okay. See, that was quick, right? It was, and and we're still within time. So, so any any last words that you have, you want to share for the day? Uh, nope. I guess not. I can't think of anything. Okay. Um, quote for the day, and this one's going to be in our in our quote book because somebody sent it in. Okay. Good. Uh, teaching a child not to step on a caterpillar is as valuable to the child as it is to the caterpillar. Amen. And that is a quote from Bradley Millar. Oh, it wasn't Glenn Morshower? No, it wasn't. Wow, because sure, that's his. I'm pretty sure Glenn Morshower would agree with he you. He would approve. Absolutely. That's that. the Glenn Morshower stamp of approval. Dunk. <laughs> wow, that was fun. It was. Okay, wait, wait. I'm going to see if I have... What? More? I'm, no, I, yeah, because there's, there's like 38-something quotes. Okay, um, this one is from Shelley Campbell. Um, it was, it's a William Faulkner quote. I write only when I'm inspired. Fortunately, I'm inspired every day at nine. <laughs> uh, she also sent in Dorothy Parker's quote, I've never been a millionaire, but I know I'd just be darling at it. And another old one from Mary Pickford, who is an actress. Uh, if, you, if you've if you made mistakes, even serious ones, there's always another chance for you. For failure is not the falling down, but not, it's failure is not the falling down, but the staying down. There so you go. get up, wipe yourself up. up. We have a whole ton of really cool quotes. This is going to be an awesome book, people. Susie Buckwald has just put in, don't let the bastards get you down. Sure. All right, we're going to end it. Hey, thanks, thanks, baby. I appreciate you doing the work today. You bet. Oh, awesome. next week. Yes. We get Brett Labbitt back from Wevo now that he's revamped the site. Cool. Oh, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good when you guys are. He's gonna there. be here in studio. We're, we're gonna talk a lot about networking and positives and negatives and expanding your your tribe and high high thriving vibing high vibing thriving tribe. So you you will enjoy that show and and if you're listening to this not live but uh, on the website, then make sure you click the next show because it's really good. I promise you all <laughs> because Brett is one of our favorite people to uh, to connect with and chat with. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Checklist. Again, we do appreciate you. Uh, Listen to the closing because it tells you how to get in touch with us. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Checklist radio show. To improve how you market and promote your business, register for your free marketing assessment and 30-minute follow-up focus call with your hosts, Hank and Sharon Uloff. Go now to freemarketingconsultation.com. That's freemarketingconsultation.com. Take the brief survey and you can choose your time to continue your conversation with the ULOFs. Why let your competitors be more successful than you? Reach new levels of your success at freemarketingconsultation.com. freemarketingconsultation.com.